0: hey everyone kenneth e. i'm here from keller williams i'm here to give you a market update we're gonna ignore all the negative headlines and overly positive headlines for that matter in the news because they're just as headlines um, in this video i'll give you just the facts about what we're seeing in the first quarter of 2023 and how it's shaping up i'm not gonna give you any inflation forecasting like most other realtors we'll just leave that to the economists. let's just talk about the facts look i get it the toronto real estate market is confusing Whether you're a new or experienced investor, or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends to talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this channel so that you stay tuned with all the market analysis we're putting out there. At the end of this video, if you get some value out of it, please give a thumbs up so that you can push out to more people just like you. I'm recording this on March 8th, 2023. This morning, as you may know, the Bank of Canada announced that no change to the overnight lending rate, which was mostly expected. They've already done a lot of damage to all the different markets in effort to combat inflation. What they're going to do going forward is anyone's guess, really, no one really knows. Uh, You might have your opinion, I know I have mine, but let's just put that aside now because There's so many factors that go into inflation, whether it's demand side or supply side inflation and like what other countries are doing and other financial markets around the world. So let's just ignore that for now. Let's just dive straight into the greater Toronto MLS data Um, and we're looking at the overall Treb market. So the overall Treb market performed really well in February. Uh, It's up five point five percent month over month in terms of the average price. That's just up over one and a half times the previous month's sales volume. You have to be careful using month over month numbers because it doesn't account for seasonality. Nevertheless, there's still a strong indicator of what's happening despite it being lagging indicators on the ground level. I know that we're dealing with multiple bidding wars and lower and sometimes even the higher price brackets, just depending on the, whether it's a unique property or not. So depending on your property, if it's like a typical one or not super unique, then traditionally, Like this time is a great time to sell from mid-January all the way to March break because everybody waits to after the holidays to put their homes on the market. There'll be more listings in March and probably some even more in April and going forward May. And, you know, it's the same cycle, right? That's why we've been seeing bidding wars lately because there's simply no inventory because no one really wants to sell unless they got a good deal on their next purchase and they need the funds for it or they could repurpose those funds or something else. Or maybe they're in a distressed situation or even a life situation. You know, life doesn't stop, right? Anyway, um, the market's down by 41% year over year for new listings. That's 41%. That's a lot. So um, basically by half, right? If you think about it. That being said, we're still down by 18% in terms of average price from last year. Uh, down 47% in sales volume uh, since the rate hiking cycle started in March. So February had a full month of peak sales. Despite this, the cost capital is way more expensive. Monthly carrying costs for the vast majority of people that aren't buying all cash and they need a mortgage have gone up. So we'll probably see the year over year price average price growth continue to decline till about May or June or so. That's when it really started dropping off since there was a lot of sales going back then as long as the market doesn't go absolutely bananas over the next few months, which it might, you know, who knows, right? But I, I don't think it's likely. Uh, We saw the largest month over month average price growth since January of last year. But keep in mind, that's the largest year over year monthly average price drop in the 26 years since this data was available. The Toronto condo market has seen a larger percentage of sales. Uh, Anyone want to guess what that percentage is? It's about 30% of the total overall sales um, because not as many people are buying higher end homes, right? That's all the different types of housing types out there are semi-detached, detached and all that, right? Townhouses. These people are presumably a little more financially independent. I'm talking about freehold home people like they have larger homes and they can hold out maybe because, you know, they, they pause their plans of selling because they have the space and they don't have an urgent need to downsize. The average sales to ask ratios are higher than they've been for a while with property selling about an average of hundred percent of the asking price. Again, that's probably because the bidding war is due to the negative 41% drop of new listing inventory. I mean, that's just all lagging data, that's all February's data, but looking forward, I think it's gonna be really hard to keep a lid on home prices because inventory will continue to remain low and we'll have strong demand over the next few years. Toronto developers are pressing pause on 10,000 units. You might've seen the headlines as the pre-sale market slows down to the effect of higher interest rates Uh, Rental apartment construction like purpose-built rentals are also slowing down by 50% as construction costs continue to rise. And to top that all off, we're going to expect to welcome over 500,000 new immigrants to Canada by 2025, each year that is. The GTA typically receives about 35% of these immigrants, so meaning that we could see like over 175,000 new immigrants to the GTA where a normal year is about 100 to maybe 110,000 people. Um, it's forecasted to grow by 1.27 million people, 2021 to 2031. That's over the 10 years. And these projections, keep in mind, they were made by the Ontario Ministry of Finance before the immigration happened. So it's probably a really conservative number if you. Think about it. All of this is happening as supply ramps down and demand grows. Check out the podcast in the horizon home ownership trends are going to continue to decline and rental growth will continue to explode and supply won't be out there to balance things out so in closing with interest rates stabilizing in 2023 we should start seeing a modest growth of real estate into 2024 the real estate market the rental market as a landlord is very optimistic in the near medium and long-term to encourage more rental construction. We're going to need better policies, whether it's purpose-built rentals or individual investors of condo units, like hopefully see that increase if we hope to ease prices over time. So again, if you got any sort of value out of this, please give me a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe. And other than that, I'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Bye. Add it up. Thanks for sticking out to the very end. I hope you got some value out of this. Do me a favor, please press like and subscribe, but more than anything, leave me some feedback so we know what to produce for you going forward. Thanks again.